Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Greetings. This is episode number 259 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Progress Over Perfection. I would like to welcome our guest for the month, Dr. Nicolia Williams. Hello, how are you? Hey, hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, God bless you. I'm glad that you're here as well. Let me share a little about Dr. Nicolia. Dr. Nicolia Williams is a certified life coach, podcast host, and 10-time best-selling author for busy women. She is a Christian in love with Jesus. Dr. Nicolia divides her time between blogging, empowering women one-on-one, and motivating groups of women through masterclasses. To reach her audience, Dr. Nicolia enjoys mentoring women through her books and courses. She believes her experiences are from God to encourage women all over the world. Dr. Nicolia, a lifelong learner, strives to continue her personal growth through reading and interacting with her socials and spiritual community. She is an avid reader and is devoted to building up her own strong women, her two daughters. You can connect with Dr. Nicolia at NicoliaWilliams.com or on all social media platforms at Nicolia Williams. Welcome again, Dr. Nicolia, and thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today. My pleasure is all mine. The pleasure is all mine. Well, now you wrote a book on progress over perfection. Now, what drives your perfectionism? So honestly, you know, I think a lot of times we believe that perfectionism is a positive trait. Um, We think that, a lot of people think that it increases chances of success and it allows you to defeat any self-defeating behaviors or thoughts. And so for me, I was one of those individuals that adopted that same perspective. I thought that perfectionism highlighted that I really cared about something or that perfectionism showed my compassion or dedication. But what I didn't realize is perfectionism wasn't really, you know, healthy for me. So personally, I think that you know, as a young child, um, my mom was a teen mom and, you know, dealing with a lot and balancing a lot. And unfortunately, I lived in a traumatic household where it seemed like no matter my mom was married to a, a gentleman who was very controlling or be an abusive. And it seemed like no matter what I did, it just didn't seem like enough for him. And so mm-hmm. for me, I thought that if I overcompensated or I overperformed or made these things perfect, that I could really 
get the love or attention that I desired, which inspired mm -hmm. me to write my book, Progress Over Perfection, which you referenced, um, because I think that a lot of people don't understand that the root of perfectionism is usually rooted in an early experience of feeling not good enough or not being reassured or not feeling encouraged. Um, and sometimes it can be even as in related to an experience where you've been criticized or blamed or judged or punished. Mm -hmm. And so I, I know that, you know, my pastor once told me that someone's breakthrough is tied up in the story you're unwilling to share. And mm -hmm. so for me, you know, experiencing that as a child, seeing how it manifested in my adulthood, I knew that it wasn't unique to me. And I mm -hmm. knew that there were more people that also were probably struggling with it. That's what sort of inspired me to, to take that next step and, and write that book and really share in depth where my perfectionism came from. I think that it's so great that you are being vulnerable and open and authentic and just sharing your story because that's why I feel that women need to tune in each week to hear your story and to hear the advice and the encouragement that you can give to them in regards to this topic. And I read your book and I thought that it was good. It was great. And so I just hope that women will pick it up and that they'll learn from you this month. So now I know that you touched on it, would you say anything more in regards to what causes someone to be a perfectionist? So, yeah, just kind of what I said, it's typically rooted in something that has happened. I mean, it doesn't always need to be an early experience. It could be um, an experience that you have as an adult. You know, if I can be very transparent because of I love social media and the to the extent that it's really helpful for my business and connecting with powerful people. But there's also a big downfall to social media where we see people share their highlight reels of their life and the good parts of their life. And a lot of times that can cause us to question where we are, if mm -hmm. we feel good enough. And so I see it a lot with adults where they're comparing themselves and then they believe that, oh, if I work, if I perfect this or I do this perfectly, then they will overcome that criticism or not feeling good enough or, you know, that in that implied statement or connotation that their life isn't valuable enough or that sort of thing. So typically it's rooted in an experience where you haven't been reassured, where you felt less than, where you haven't been encouraged, where you feel like you're not enough. And that can mm -hmm. look like a lot of different things, whether a childhood experience or an adult experience, um, but that's typically what it's rooted in. My, I tell you, that's so true. And we know, especially as women, we seem to compare ourselves one with another and we're trying to, instead of make progress, being the best that we can be as individuals, we're always comparing ourselves with others and trying to reach this level of perfection that we're going to talk about this month. And, and so just what are some of the ways that you feel perfectionism affects your life? So when you say that, do you mean my life specifically, or do you mean like how well, can it affect other people's lives? Well, you in whichever way you want to share, if you want to give examples from your life and then how it affects women overall, however the Lord leads you. Sure. Awesome. Um, good. That's, I mean, that's a really, really good question. So 
if I'm just being real, perfectionism can severely impact our mental and physical health. So research says that we have somewhere between 60 and 80,000 thoughts in a day, and that over 80% of them are negative and over 90% of them are repetitive. So to, to simplify that, it's like we're on this hamster wheel of negative thinking. And when you add perfectionism into the mix, you're just reinforcing never feeling good enough because no matter how hard you try you mentioned it when we when we started this call that the only perfect thing is god that's it we no matter what we do no matter how hard we try we can't be perfect and as long as we continue to try to aim for perfectionism and fall short is as long as we'll continue to reinforce the concept of not feeling good enough of not feeling like we're accomplishing anything and so to call a spade a spade, perfectionism can severely impact our mental and physical health. It can cause anxiety. It can cause depression. Mm. Um, and so for me, the way I saw man it manifest with me is just never feeling good enough. I would say that I struggled with a thing called achievement addiction. So again, mm -hmm. I wanted this valid, this external validation. And so I'd go from one achievement. And then if I didn't get the response that I wanted, I'd go to the next achievement. On the forefront, it looked great. It looked like I was having all of these achievements one after another. But at the root of it, it was just reinforcing me not feeling good enough because no one achievement felt perfect. And this is why it's important that we're, that we're rooted and grounded in Christ. Because if we look for external things to validate, us will always feel less than will always feel not good enough and so we have to be very careful and protective of our spirit of our nature and trying to go after perfectionism because it's, it's not healthy for us ultimately most definitely <laughs> i think that's so good what you've shared it's so true and really anytime we try to replace christ with anything as far as having complete peace or satisfaction, or whatever, it's always going to fall short. You know, in the book of Ecclesiastes, it lets us know that. Mm. There is this, if you want to, some people refer to it as a hole or a gap that only can be filled with Christ. And so when we try to fill it with other things, it's always going to not come up to the level of true fulfillment or true satisfaction. And so you hit it right on the nail there. And I am so glad <laughs> that we're on this topic for this month. And even with the pandemic, there are people that are feeling less than or concerned about what is going to happen with this or how am I going to do that? Or maybe they might have to switch careers and maybe they feel like I can't do this and I can't do that. And oh, what am I going to do? And again, we have to come back to our Lord and Savior who through him, we can do all things. And I know that sounds cliche, but the whole thing is God's word is true and his word will never return void. And that mm -hmm. God is not man that he should lie. If he said something, it is true. And Amen. so um, the Bible says we're complete in Christ. And so that is so true. We are complete in him. Now, is he doing the work of sanctification in our life? Yes, he is. He is. We're deemed complete but we're still a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you, you say the complete piece because that's one of the verses that I meditated on, complete and whole, lacking nothing. Yes. Um, and I had to keep reminding myself that because I kept seeking these things and I needed to remind myself that I wasn't lacking those things. You know, one of the other things that can be negative and consequences of perfectionism is you live with a harsh inner critic. 
inside mm-hmm. of your brain, you have this voice constantly telling you you're not good enough, no matter what you do, nothing mm-hmm. is working, nothing. And what I feel like ends up happening is instead of living with the voice of God, the Holy Spirit inside of your body, you're living with a harsh inner credit. And that is not a fun replacement um, by far. And so I had to meditate on that verse that you just mentioned, which is total confirmation. So we are complete and whole, lacking nothing. That's huge. Yes, it is. And praise God, one spirit, right? Yes. Well, ladies, as you can see, Dr. Nicola has a lot to share with us. And so tune in next week as we discuss how to recognize when you have become a perfectionist and invite your friends to listen and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.